Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church daily devotional podcast. We wanna welcome all of you who are watching online right now and those of you who are joined in on the audio podcast. We are excited to launch this new uh, book, this new series. We're calling it Moments from Matthew. And so what we're gonna do is take the next two months and we're gonna look at some key moments in the life of Jesus through the lens of the Gospel of Matthew. And so we're gonna be uh, taking these highlight moments and walking through them. So what we wanna encourage you to do is over the next couple of months, take a slow pace read through the Gospel of Matthew. Today we're gonna look at Matthew chapter three and we're gonna start with Jesus's baptism. Let's dive right in. It says this in verse 13, it says, Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River. Now that's important, I'm gonna tell you in a minute why. He goes to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he says. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. And verse 16 says this, after his baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens were open. I want you to circle that. The heavens were open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said this, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. This is a beautiful moment, a powerful moment. In fact, all four of the gospel accounts uh, have this moment recorded. This is really the inauguration of Jesus's ministry. What's crazy is that Jesus has this supernatural birth, right? We all know the Christmas story and the, the nativity story. He comes to earth, right? And he's, there's this virgin birth and he's born in the stable. He's born in the manger. And there's all this uh, stuff happening and the magi and all these priests and all these people saying all these things. And then there's just absolutely nothing for 30 years. It's crazy. Jesus, the most important person in the history of the world, God himself in the flesh, spends 30 years as a human being doing what? Whatever human being does. Eating, working, going, hanging out with friends, right? Jesus lived this obscure life but now he's 30 years old. Now this is an important age for him because it dates back to the Old Testament where we see Joseph at age 30 taking on his rulership. You see King David, who Jesus is the descendant of David, the promised one of David, David ascending to his, th his throne at age 30. So this is a very symbolic moment. Jesus is 30 years old and God has called him to go get baptized in the Jordan River. Now he goes there and what's cool about this is that John the Baptist is baptizing people. Now, what is baptism all about? Or why is John baptizing people? What it is, is these people are wanting to be ready for the arrival of the Messiah. And they realize that they're sinners and they need to be cleansed of their sin. And so they're going to John and they're saying, John, baptize me, I am a sinner. I, I have not lived a life that's worthy of the coming Messiah. I wanna be ready when the Messiah gets here. And so John is super excited about this. He's got this amazing ministry. And one day, Jesus comes to him and he says, baptize me. And John 
is just dumbfounded. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm over here baptizing people who are known sinners. These are people who have lived these incredibly sinful lives. I know you, Jesus. I know the kind of life that you lived. You're not a sinner. You're not sinful. In fact, I'm way more sinful than you are. You should be baptizing me. And even though Jesus knows that this is true, <laughs> that Jesus knows he hasn't sinned, he still says it must be done because God the Father has ordained it so. You see, God had a plan for Jesus. He had a plan for his ministry. And this moment was preordained. It was predestined by God the Father to take place. And John had a part to play. So as John goes to baptize Jesus, it says the heavens were open. Now, remember a few seconds ago, I talked about the Jordan River. And why is the Jordan River important? See, this is actually a callback to a story in the Old Testament. You see, when the Israelites, under the leadership of Joshua, were ready to finally cross into the Promised Land, they had to cross through the Jordan River. And their leader named Joshua, God went to Joshua and he said, Look, Moses has been the leader for 40 years. Everybody knows Moses, everybody loves Moses, but you're the new leader. And what I'm gonna do is this, I'm gonna show everybody that you are the new leader. You are the new person in charge. And the way that I'm gonna show them is by parting the Jordan River. You see, under your leadership, I'm gonna stop the Jordan River and I'm gonna part it so that the people may pass. And this was God's way of promoting Joshua. And in the same way, you have this new Joshua, which, side note, Jesus' name is actually Joshua. They're the same. They come from the same Hebrew word, meaning uh, Yahweh is salvation. So that's just a side note. Dig into that more on your own. But the new Joshua has come, and the Father is ready to promote him. In the same way that he promoted the other Joshua, he's promoting Jesus. And this time, he's not going to open the river. He's going to open heaven itself. He's going to part the skies. And there's not going to be an open river, but an open heaven. And what happens at that point is when that heaven opens, there's this visible form of a bird, of a dove, coming down on Jesus. And this is so beautiful. Because, see, I think a lot of times we think, when Jesus was this, you know, Clark Kent superhero, you know, he was just living in obscurity, but really had all these superpowers, and he could just fly around the world and, and all these things. But we have to remember what the book of Philippians tells us, that Jesus, it tells us in chapter 2, that Jesus gave up all those divine attributes. When he came to earth, he was a normal man and a normal person, and he lived his life empowered by the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that dwells in you. And so Jesus, for him, he's about to start his public ministry in the same age that uh, David was, the same age that Joseph was. He's starting it at the same place that Joshua did. All of this has so much meaning. It's so good. Jesus is being approved by the Father, and he's being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And you see what God says about him. The Father says, this is my son. It's so cool. Jesus had not performed one miracle. Jesus had not uh, raised anybody from the dead. He didn't multiply any bread. He didn't calm any storms. He lived an obscure life, but because of who he was, he was God's son. 
So much rich stuff happening right here at the baptism of Jesus. So what is the takeaways from this? I think it's two simple things. One, I think for us, we need to know who we are. We need to know who we are in Jesus. I love this in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. I want you to write this verse down. If you're, if you're driving, don't, don't text and drive, but the second you get to a red light or whatever, stop and write this down. I want you to go back and read this verse. Insanely important verse for us as Christians. It says this in Romans 8, chapter 15. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. You see, the same spirit that descended from heaven and rested upon the true son, Jesus, that same spirit has come into our lives today and it is, he has changed us, he has marked us. That same spirit says that we are sons. We have the sonship of Jesus. We have the rights of Jesus. We have the access to the Father that Jesus had because of what Jesus has done for us. So know who you are. Remember who you are in Jesus today. And two, know the power that's available to you. Jesus was a, a, a human being who was both God and man in this divine union. It's such a mystery. Yet he was fully empowered by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus even said that we would do greater things than he did. How could he say such a thing? Because he knows we have that same Holy Spirit living inside of us. Inside of us. You have access to the power of heaven itself. The heavens are open over you. Today, God says, you are my son. You are my daughter. You are my child. You can cry out to me because the heavens are open and you have my spirit living in you. Man, that is good news. I pray today you recognize that and you realize that and you tap into the power that is available to you. Let's pray. God, thank you that you have given us the spirit of sonship. We were, we were your enemies. We were far from you, but because of the work of Jesus Christ, we are now considered children of God. And that is such a wonderful thing to say. And Lord, I just pray for everybody listening today, everybody watching today, that they would sense who they are in you, Jesus. You would help them to understand in a greater depth who they are in you. And when they understand who they are, they can lean into the power that is available to them today. We thank you so much, Jesus, for all this. In your mighty name, amen. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.